All right, turn with me to Psalm 100. This is our Thanksgiving service, so I'm going to share briefly. And after I share, everyone will have an opportunity, um, if they would like, to to, uh, come up to the microphone and say what they are thankful for. Let's pray. Father, we come before you this morning, and we do have many things to be thankful for. We thank you uh, for all the blessings that you've given us both physically, we thank you for the blessings that we have spiritually through your son Jesus. Lord, we lift up those that um, are hurting, that are afflicted. We pray for David Snyder's dad, that you would continue to um, heal him up, continue to uh, give the doctors wisdom and knowledge um, how to, uh, to minister and help him out physically, God. We thank you, Lord, that he is one of yours and ask for your uh, mercy Upon him, we pray for David's mom as well, that you'd be with her um, in the difficulties that she's going through, Lord, that you would stand with her and have um, her church um, support her and encourage her as well, Lord. God, we want to pray for the pulpits this morning um, in America and across the world, that they would be faithful to teach your word, faithful to preach uh, the truth of the gospel, faithful um, to give the gospel in its clarity in truthfulness, Lord. And we ask, Lord, today that people would trust in you, that you would save souls, that your word would go forth and be planted and bear much fruit. And God, we pray for our children's Christmas musical coming up in a few weeks, that the different friends and family coming here uh, would hear the good news of the gospel, would respond in faith and trust in you, Lord. God, I ask that um, the believers us believers, we continue to seek you, Lord. We will continue to run the race with endurance. We will continue to put our hand to the plow and not look back. Bless, Lord, uh, our time now. We thank you for the worship, and I pray you'd continue to bless the rest of our worship service. Amen. Um, One announcement that I I did want to make before we get into the word was we did our Operation Christmas Child last week. And we ended up um, putting together 214 boxes. So, yeah. So thank you all for those who donated and helped out and packed and brought supplies. That's awesome, 214 boxes. Normally we have them up here, um, but because we did it towards the end of the um, time we could turn them in, we had to get those boxes out pretty quick. But there was a ton of boxes. I think we have some pictures. Maybe we can throw them up uh, next week on the slides. All right, Psalm 100. Uh, This is the title of my sermon. It's Thanksgiving as a form of worship. It's really not a sermon because it's going to be a homily. All right. Y'all know what a homily is? It's like a short sermon. All right. So um, Thanksgiving as a form of worship. So if you get nothing else out of my my sermon today, um, I want you to see this if you see nothing else. That Thanksgiving, when we're given thanks, it is a form of worship. And so a lot of times in the, in the Psalms especially, you'll see two words that, that go together, praise and thanksgiving. They go hand in hand. So you'll hear about praising and praising and praising, and then um, all in, the, in the next verse or sometimes in the same verse, it'll talk about thanksgiving. So what I want us to see is um, thanksgiving as a form of worship and then some aspects of what does that worship look like. Again, it'll be somewhat brief. So look at Psalm 100. It starts out, make a joyful noise to the Lord, all the earth. That's what we were just doing, 
All right? Praising the Lord, making noise to Him. Some of you make better noise than others, all right? I'm just, I'm just saying. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come into His presence with singing. Know that the Lord, He is God. It is He who made us, and we are His. We are His people and the sheep of His pasture. And then notice what it says in verse 4 here. Enter His gates with thanksgiving. And then, and then the, the second part is, and His courts with praise. There you're seeing the praise and the thanksgiving, that they're going hand in hand. Give thanks to Him, bless His name, for the Lord is good, His steadfast love endures forever, and His faithfulness to all generations. So, thanksgiving, one, as a form of obedience. Notice what he tells us to do here. What are we supposed to do? We're commanded in verse 4, enter his gates. How are we supposed to enter them? With thanksgiving. Right? So, thanksgiving, when we look at it as a form of worship, and that's the umbrella, then under that, one aspect of our thanksgiving, one form of it, is us obeying Jesus. Us walking out our obedience to Christ, including giving thanks. Second, we see thanksgiving as a form of sacrifice. As a form of sacrifice. Look at Psalm 50. It says in Psalm 50, we're going to look at a couple verses here. In verse 14, offer to God a sacrifice of thanksgiving and perform your vows to the Most High. And call upon me in the day of trouble, I will deliver you and you shall glorify me. Now, most of us, when we think about sacrifices in the Old Testament, we think about killing animals. We think about sacrificing animals. And I know some of you are deer hunters and all, all right? But you probably don't look at, your, you probably don't look at that deer that you just killed a couple weeks ago as some type of sacrifice to the Lord, right? But you're probably enjoying the meat of it. But notice here, he says, Offer to God, in verse 14, a sacrifice of thanksgiving. So again, Thanksgiving as a form of sacrifice. What are we offering up to the Lord? The Old Testament was more focused on visuals, more focused on actual killing of an animal, but our sacrifice has a more spiritual component today. We can offer up a sacrifice, Hebrews talks about, of the fruit of our lips. And we can offer up a sacrifice of thanksgiving. So when we talk about sacrifice a lot of times when we hear the word sacrifice, we think of giving things up. And there's an aspect to that. We think, oh, we need, to, we need to make a sacrifice for our families. We need to do this or we need to do that. We need to give up some of our time to help someone out. We need to give up some of our money to help someone out. That's true. But there's also the idea of when we're talking about, about sacrifice, of, of doing something in terms of, of it being verbal, in terms of, of encouraging um, our worship of others, Excuse me, not our worship of others. Encouraging others' worship towards God. All right? So <clears throat> when we think of sacrifice, we want to make sure that when we see it in our own hearts, that it is before God that we're coming to give him something. Old Testament was an animal. Well, what are we coming? Well, earlier we, would, we enter his gates with thanksgiving. So when we come, we are lifting up something to the Lord. In the Old Testament, they'd lift up sometimes the dove or the, the grain offering or even part of the, the meal sacrifice, the animal that's being sacrificed. What are we lifting up? Our voices. What are we giving to him? Our thanksgiving. We are extolling him for tr who he truly is. Look a few verses later. 
And he says in verse 22 in Psalm 50, Mark this then, you who forget God, lest I tear you apart and there be none to deliver. The one who offers thanksgiving as his sacrifice glorifies me. To one who orders his way rightly, I will show the salvation of God. So again, the one who offers thanksgiving as his sacrifice, it's a, it's a, it's a way to glorify the Lord. It says it right there. So thanksgiving as a form of sacrifice. Then, look at Psalm 69. We'll see thanksgiving as a form of lifting up his name. Psalm 69, verse 30. I will praise the name of God with a song. I will magnify him with thanksgiving. This will please the Lord more than an ox or a bull with horns and hoofs. Again, the idea that we're coming before God and we can magnify his name through our approach of our heart and our lips. And sometimes the way we enter his courts, if you want to call this the courts, uh, the way we enter says a lot about where we're at and what we're believing about God on that particular day. And sometimes it's true probably for all of us at points, but sometimes, I mean, it's really hard to come in and, and to worship. But is that more about us or more about God? I mean, it's about us, right? And so sometimes we can be struggling and fighting through worship because of different things maybe that's going on in our lives. Therefore, what we see is it, it is an act of worship itself to bring our hearts to a place of submitting to God regardless of the circumstances in our lives. And, and God is pleased when we, we can do, and we looked at this a while back, 1 Thessalonians 5 says to give thanks when? In all circumstances. 1 Thessalonians 5.18, give thanks in all circumstances. And it goes on, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. But notice, it doesn't say give thanks for all circumstances. We're going to go through different things. We're not supposed to be thankful for those circumstances. We're supposed to be thankful in those circumstances. That's a very important difference. So we can be going through some tough times and God wants us to have a thankful heart. Where is that directed? Because you, we just celebrated Thanksgiving and you see, um, if you're scrolling through your social media feed or you read different articles, you know, oh, we need to be thankful. Ultimately, though, it's almost like they leave out who we're being thankful to. Because in order to be thankful, what do you, you're thankful when you think about the concept of being in a state of thankfulness, I mean, you're, who are you thankful towards? The, I mean, the atheist, who, I mean, who is he thankful? I am thankful for everything I've received. I mean, you're making a, a theological statement there, but who are you thankful towards? Well, when, when, you, when you start to dig down a little bit, you're being thankful for what someone has given you or done for you. So you might be thankful for friends and family, maybe sometimes for what they've done or how they've helped you out. But who are you thankful for for your friends and family? I mean, you're thankful for the believer, it's God. For the atheist, it really doesn't make much sense. If you're being in a state of thankfulness, who are you thankful to? Who are you giving thanks to? We give thanks to God because of what he's done for us in Christ Jesus. We give thanks to God for everything that he's given us. We give thanks to God in all circumstances, knowing that even in the toughest and the worst of times, he will still be with us. He will still see us through. 
So our thankfulness, just the idea of giving thanks or having a thankful heart, presupposes that there is someone to give that thanks to. That we are thankful to God himself. Look at Psalm 105. Verse 1, O give thanks to the Lord, call upon His name, make known His deeds among the peoples. Sing to Him, sing praises to Him, tell of all His wondrous works. And that's what we're about to do. That's what we just did in worship, but it's also about what we're about to do. We're going to make known His deeds. We're going to hear about the different things that people are thankful for, the different things that God's been doing in people's lives. And those people are going to be making known his deeds among the peoples. Then notice what it says in verse 2. Tell of all his wondrous works. And, and that's what we're going to do as well. Of all the things that God's been doing through us or for us or in us. Tell of his wondrous works. This has to me, there's a declarative aspect of us telling it to the church, to the body of believers, but I actually think there's a, an evangelistic aspect as well. Because he says, make known his deeds among the peoples. So probably near context, it's worship, it's, it's Israel. But, but kind of the broader context is, is all the peoples. So when we're gathered with friends or family these, you know, at Christmas or Thanksgiving, it's an opportunity. We're looking for evangelistic opportunities with our friends that are unbelievers, with our family that are unbelievers. Just even something about being thankful to God for something that he's done for you can be a small little way of, of opening and cracking open the door for an evangelistic conversation that you might be able to have. Talking about how God has been so good to you. How, what are people gonna, how are people going to negatively respond to something like that? I'm sure they'll figure out a way, some of them. <clears throat> but it's an opportunity for us to give thanks to God and tell all the peoples. So as we open up the mic here, in a moment, I w- again want us to view this time of publicly giving thanks. It's really extended worship for us. It's extended worship. So it's your opportunity to participate, um, whether you come up to the mic or not. We're participating in the giving of thanks to God Himself. Let's pray. Father, we do thank you and have so many things to be thankful for. And we ask you to bless our time now as we hear about uh, the different things that people are thankful for and how you've been gracious this past year to us. Um, Bless our time in Jesus' name. Amen. All right, I'm going to go first. Is that all right? One, I'm very thankful for my awesome wife. She's amazing. She's awesome. So thank you, babe. You rock. Um, And then my children, I'm blessed to have four amazing children that... um, just are doing, doing awesome stuff. Um, I'm also thankful for our, uh, my co-pastor, Justice, and his wife. So Justice and I, um, we form a really good team. And I'm, I'm, I thank the Lord just about daily for that. We also have amazing deacons, so I'm thankful to our deacons here who uh, allowed Justice and I to do what Acts talks about, focus on the Word, in prayer, so th- I'm thankful for our deacons for letting us do that, and then I'm thankful for this body. Um, I love the members of Liberty. I was thinking about it today. I feel like um, God has has blessed our congregation. He's blessed me with this church, but He's blessed this entire church. And I feel like like we're at a point with our unity 
and um, oneness of mind and heart that God could take this church wherever he wants, but also could take us through whatever might come our way. That we could have the wisdom and the knowledge and the humility to walk through um, awesome mountaintop times, but also valley times, um, because we are seeking the Lord together and, um, and, and, and doing his will. So that's what I'm thankful for. Who would like to go next? All right, come on up, Lorene. Wow, I have got so much to be thankful for. I was just like jumping out of my seat with the praise and everything. This, most of you know, has been a rarely tough year for me. The early part of the year I was diagnosed with cancer, but I got through all of that thanks to all of you. I mean, I was showered with love. I was showered with food, really good food, because you all know I can't cook. <laughs> so I appreciated that so much. And then things were starting to level out. Um, we had the fall festival, and I mean, it was amazing above anything I thought we could have. I mean, we just had like 350 people here. It was awesome. And then, then we got hit with COVID. And so many of us had it. I ended up in the hospital and, again, showered with all the love and affection and food again. I'm going to get sick every couple of months, I'm telling you. <laughs> Just watch it. It's coming. Um, because I love that food. I can, and, you know, when you can't cook, you appreciate good food. <laughs> and so then, um, you know, the members of the church who I owed, I've never done anything for, and who I, they don't owe me anything. They came and replaced my deck on my back that was falling apart. It was just like a gift from God. I was so amazed and so shocked. So I think what I'm most thankful for this year is that God has placed me in a church that doesn't just talk the talk, but they walk the walk. And through your service and your outreaching love, you got this lady through an awful lot this year. And I am very thankful for that. And um, one more thing I have to be thankful for, I became a great-grandma last night. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Let's see, uh, a couple weeks ago I turned uh, 63 years old, and I've been going, <laughs> yeah, I know it's hard to believe I'm not older, but um, <laughs> I've been going to church since before I remember, uh, I was 13 days old when I first started going to church, and it's just amazing to see what the, the, the unity of the body over the years in the various churches I've been in, how God has used those bodies to minister to Sandy and I. Um, it's, I was taking, I always take notes whenever, you know, I hear preaching this morning, I was transcribing notes into my computer, and Mike said something a few weeks ago about, you know, we can't always give thanks for everything, but we can give thanks in everything, in everything we're walking through, and our family has been through some tough times over the years, um, <clears throat> but God has used the body wherever we are to minister to us wherever we've been and it is so neat to see how he does that um, i appreciate lorraine's testimony 
in uh, Roger's testimony a few weeks ago that he gave. But you know, in 2022, uh, our theme kind of here is, is unity and community. And I am so grateful for this church. Um, God has used this church and Sandy's in my life so much to teach us so much over the years. We've been a member here 20 years now, I think. And so I, I, I've seen so much, and I'm so grateful. You know, looking back over this time for the, for the pastors and elders we've had in the past that have brought us to where we are. And I'm so thankful for Pastor Mike and Pastor Justice for what they're doing now. You know, one thing that we are really blessed with is that I know when I come and I sit in that chair and I take notes during the sermon, that whether it's Pastor Mike or Pastor Justice or David or whoever else may be preaching, that I'm, I know I'm going to hear them stand up and say, Thus saith the Lord. And I know that I'm going to hear what God has to say. I'm not going to hear just pleasant stories that tickle my ears or make me feel good or anything like that, but I'm going to hear what I need to hear. I'm going to hear what God has to say to us. That is so important. I, I don't know if we realize what a blessing we have. There are so many pastors in this country who are not doing that anymore. And we need to hear, thus saith the Lord. That is so, And it's not always stuff we enjoy hearing, not always things we want to hear. And one thing I've noticed about this church over the years, that I never leave church feeling guilty, but I always leave feeling convicted. And the difference there is there's a hope. I, I mean, whenever I read the Bible... I see how much I fall short of God's perfect plan of, of his of his ideal, right? And, and that can really put you on a guilt trip. But but our pastors and, and our pre, the people who preach here they give us hope because they show how God has made up for what we cannot do. And I am so grateful for that. So I, I just want to thank you guys for doing that. I thank you for our leadership. I thank you for the leadership in this church in this body. And, and I just appreciate so much. What, uh, what this body does, how they minister uh, to my family. I just want to say thank you. Hey, I'm Laura, if you don't already know me. Um, I wrote a few things down just so I wouldn't ramble. Um, the first thing I'm really thankful to God for uh, this morning is the fact that he gave me a really understanding husband. Um, I think it's really understand hard to understand me as a woman, and many men know. Um, there's just a lot of intricacies um, to me, um, and I'm very thankful that uh, God gave me a husband that pursues me and loves me and, like, wants to really know me and understand how I I work and love me well, and so I'm very thankful to God for that. Um, I'm thankful that I get to have a real Bible in my hand. Um, over the past couple of years, um, I've just realized how many millions of people still in this world don't have their Bible um, in their own language yet. Um, and so the fact that I get to have something uh, physical in my hand that has God's words to me um, is such a blessing. And so um, it makes me want to further give and send um, in a way that will enable other people in the world to have his word in their hands. I'm really thankful to God for uh, giving us the ability this year to get simple things done in our house. Um, I hated my house when I moved in to almost 10 years ago. Um, Justice is like, oh, this is going to be our house. And we were engaged, and I was like, oh, great, I hate it. Um, <laughs> but I was also like, it's a house, you know, it really is something nice. And uh, I remember crying the first, you know, time I walked in. I was like, I can't live in this place. Um, <laughs> 
But uh, over the years, the Lord has just provided, and this year especially, he, he gave us a fence, and he um, gave us just um, some needed things, and um, I love the space that he's given us to live in and to abide, and um, I'm thankful that he allows us to have people over as well um, to share that space with. I'm thankful for, I'm going to echo Steve's um, affirmation on this church. I, I'm just very thankful that we have pastors that preach God's word. Um, I just see, you know, daily in news and things that I really shouldn't listen to all the time, but I hear stories of how people are um, falling away from preaching the word of God, and I'm so thankful that that has not happened here the many years that this church has been in existence, so I'm very thankful for that. Um, and then lastly, I'm so thankful for uh, God's mercy and grace uh, when I fall away again and again. I don't deserve any goodness or mercy or, or grace or even gifts that he has given me, um, but he, he gives again and again, and when I'm not in his word for six months straight, like he brings me back, and when I sin over and over again, like he brings me back, and um, I don't deserve that at all, and I'm just so thankful that we have a God that sees all of the, the sins and all of the mistakes and all of the shortcomings of us um, for the rest of our life and still chooses to love us. Um, that's insane. Um, and so I'm just thankful for that example of love that then I can help show others. Um, but I'm thankful to God just for his grace that he, again, holds me fast you know, I mean, in his salvation and that I can continue becoming holy even though I feel like I fail all the time. So thank you. Thankful to God for those things today. Amen. All right. Who else? My lovely wife. Uh, so I'm really thankful for actually what God has taught me about Thanksgiving throughout my life. Um, I'm one of those people that, you know, the glass is half full. <laughs> um, and I've been like that even since I was a child. Um, and it's always been a struggle for me, like just seeing the positive side of life. Um, I even had somebody once tell me um, that they felt like I was fake on the outside um, because I think that she sensed that like when I'm being bubbly or happy, um, I think she sensed like the struggle beneath the surface. However, um, I'm, one, I'm also of the mindset that I'd rather fake a little positivity than walk around like a curmudgeon. <laughs> So um, if you ever, you know, feel like maybe I'm forcing it, I probably am that day. Anyways, um, God gave me a verse. Um, it was during a time in my life where I was going through a really hard time, and I'm going to attempt to quote the NAS here because that's the Bible that I was reading at the time, and that's the Bible that I memorized the verse in, and it's funny because you read Psalm 50 today, didn't you? And it's one of my life verses. It's Psalm 50, 23, and it says, um, um, let me think for a second. It says, a sacrifice of thanksgiving honors me, and to him who orders his way aright, I will show the salvation of God. And I love that verse because God really spoke to me through it and said, you know, sometimes you don't feel thankful, right? But you're commanded to be thankful. And so there are times in my life where to be thankful is a sacrifice for me. 
and I'm walking around and I'm choosing to put a smile on and I'm choosing to be happy and I'm choosing to be thankful because that's what I'm commanded to do and that's what is right. Um, it also says, to him who orders his way aright, I will show the salvation of God. And um, I have found, like, during times where I get really, like, down um, and depressed or despairing, that I've learned just to immediately turn to practicing Thanksgiving because it's just almost like magic. It's like heavenly magic. It just immediately starts to lift my spirits. It didn't used to do that, but through practice, it started to. Um, and so I'm really thankful for that, that God is good, and he's kind, and he's patient, and he's faithful to mold us and to help me grow, you know, in him. Um, so that all being said, I'm really, really thankful for my church that I'm in. Like Steve said, I love it that the word is preached here, truly. Um, it's just, I just can't even tell you how thankful I am for my church. I love it. God is so good to put me here. He was so good to give me the spiritual upbringing that he gave me to, to reveal himself to me, to reveal his truth to me. I am so eternally grateful for my family, my husband, my children, um, I have one of the most amazing men on this planet. And I have some of the most amazing kids. And I'm just really thankful for my family because we have something that I didn't have growing up. We have an unbroken household, you know. We have Christ in our lives 100% all the time. And, um, yeah, I'm just really, really thankful for that. All right, who's next? So I know I probably talk too much up here, but um, this morning, so Laura and I just got back from a trip, which I'm very thankful for. I got to go to Texas with my wife and see family and different things I haven't seen in a long time down there because I consider myself a Texan at heart. It's where I grew up. So I'm thankful the Lord um, did that. But normally I will work on worship throughout the week and, and bring things together and find scriptures. But I was gone. So this morning I was I was reading through a bunch of psalms. I got up here early. I read, I debated between ten different psalms, and I settled on Psalm 100, which I didn't know you were going to be reading from to open. And the Lord really spoke to me. Um, in verse 5, it says, For the Lord is good, his loving kindness is everlasting, and his faithfulness to all generations. And since I read that this morning, it's just echoed through me, and God has just reminded me of his goodness, his loving kindness, and his faithfulness in so many different ways. He gave me a wife that loves me and puts up with me and honors me and does things with me that she doesn't like to do. Um, and I'm so thankful and words like uh, from Pastor Smith, who's a friend in Belize, who we've worked with almost every single time I talk to him on the phone, which is probably every other day or every third day. Um, he tells me to be thankful for the relationship that Pastor Mike and I have, because he says a lot of pastors don't get that where 
you get to work with not only one of your best friends, but someone who we just like work well together. So what he said, I'm, I'm thankful for that. And when I look back over my life, which God has just been bringing to mind all sorts of things uh, this morning, I just constantly see his loving kindness, his goodness, and his faithfulness in all of the different things that he has done, despite how uh, rebellious I can be and how I don't always listen to him. His grace is truly amazing. And even those like really difficult times, which at the moment, I don't feel like I'm in one of those really difficult times and I'm thankful for that. But in those really difficult times, I can look back and I, I now see God's kindness, goodness, um, and faithfulness. And I can stand up here and say, wow, like God truly is all of those things all of the time. And so I'm thankful for that. And uh, I'll just echo what everyone else has said so far. I, I, I can't be more thankful for you than I am as a church. Um, every day and every week and every Sunday, I look out and I see you loving each other and encouraging each other. And I, I hear about different ways that it's happening and I, I am overwhelmed with thankfulness for you as a church. And all of you that are not here, if you're watching online, visiting family in different places, I, our church, I could not be more thankful for the way that you love the Lord and love each other. It is overwhelming. All right, Margaret. Well, um, young Steve at 63, I turned 65, so I'm on Medicare now. Anyway, um, who'd have thought that at age 65 I would bring in two teenagers, and I am so thankful for the Lord in um, showing me a whole new realm of life. And we have Maddie. Layla's back home and accepted Christ, and can't be, and we've seen her here and there, and Sarah works with her, and we have Maddie in our life now. And Maddie, we're so thankful to have you and and um, be able to impact your life. And the whole church has taken these guys on and, and helped us with them and ministered to them and loved on them. And um, they've just been through a lot in their lives. And you guys have been phenomenal with them. And my whole family is here. I have my daughter who has her little now three-year-old. Um, she was 26 weeks, he was 26 weeks, and they're alive and kicking. Our whole family was together yesterday for the whole day, and um, it was a good time, and we've had our struggles, and we've had, again, the church. I guess I should add my husband to that. I'm pretty thankful for him, too. <laughs> he puts up with a lot, just to ask him. <laughs> but you guys have been phenomenal for us, Mike and Justice, and... Uh, Everyone here, just so thankful for the, the body that, that we're in and um, for my family and my church family. You, you guys are awesome. All right, who else? All right, Jenna. I've got a couple things, but I'll keep it short. Um, first off, 
I'm really thankful for my husband, Jason, and the first six months of marriage. Everyone tells you how hard the first year is, but no one tells you how faithful God is through it. Oh. The bills that shouldn't have been paid and were, and the things he's dealt with with me and my family, it's been a blessing. And, sorry, and I'm just really grateful for him. And um, another thing, my father has been hurt ever since I can remember as a little girl, um, sick and hurt and depressed. And um, God, he went from not being able to, barely able to walk me down the aisle at my wedding to God healing him completely. And I have seen a man I have never seen before. And I have a relationship with him that I've never had. And it's, it's a blessing in itself as well. And I'm just thankful for all of you guys and the church. It's, you guys have been good to us. We've been here for a little, little over a year. And it was like family um, right from the beginning. And, and we love you guys. And we just thank you guys for, for taking us in and um, supporting us. And, um, yeah, you guys are a really good church. And we, we enjoy being here. All right, who else? Roger. Okay. Uh, in the Old Testament, uh, there's a common theme in there about the Israelites always being captive and uh, taken away from their place. And one of the things that they always complain about is all the lost time. They, they can't get back the cattle that they've lost all the time while they were in captivity. They can't get back the ground and grow the crops that they wanted to do. And God would always tell them, don't worry about it. I can take care of the lost time. I was always so captivated by that because they would lose seven to ten years of time in captivity and God would give it back to them in one year. Because all they had to do was just repent. Anyway, um, I've been watching that over the last year or so in my life, and, uh, uh, and this is how it goes. Uh, back in early 2020, I retired from 36 years of working, and in those 36 years, I lost a lot of time in a lot of different areas. I ignored my wife. I ignored my kids. All I did was come home, sleep, eat, cut my grass, and go back to work. And um, I know I lost a lot of time, and I also ignored my own self. I got sicker and sicker as I got older, and I didn't address any of it. My wife could never get me to go to the doctor. And, uh, and then uh, when I finally retired, Pastor Mike uh, took me out to lunch, you remember? And he asked me the question, what are you going to do now, Raj? Well, I got a lot of lost time to make up for, Pastor. And um, anyway, uh, I'm looking at 36 years as a long time of lost time. Uh, I, I watched my house fall apart, and I jury-rigged everything to put it back together. And uh, I'm pretty good at that. I used to work construction before I worked 36 years where I'm at now. But anyway, um, in the last year, I've been able to fix a lot of things, although my bathroom's still waiting to be 
finished. But ongoing projects in a house is kind of a common thing. Anyway, uh, I've been able to fix a lot of things. I've got my family. Uh, I've been able to spend some time with them to the point now where they're calling me. Dad, what would you do if this happens? Which before they never would have done that. Um, I'm spending a lot of time now with my wife, and I'm seeing how much I ignored her and uh, how much I missed and the reason why I married her in the first place. Uh, God's given me back those years, and he's doing it real fast. All you have to do is just repent and say, I'm putting it all in your hands. My biggest problem is I don't like to put the small things in his hands because I feel like I can take care of it myself. But I find that even those things I need to put in his hands. So if I'm going to say I'm thankful for something this year, uh, I want to say I'm thankful for God giving me back the lost years. And by the way, Lorraine, congratulations. I didn't know you were a great-grandmother. And we found out Thanksgiving, number four grandchild on the way. That's a good word. That actually is a word from the Lord for someone here today. So if that word is for you, you need to receive it. Who else would like to go? Mr. Snyder. Well, I'm uh, incredibly thankful um, in so many ways. My um, wife, I don't deserve her. Um, you all, if you don't know, that amen is very true. Amen to that. Um, and she's in the back right now um, and serving the church as we speak uh, with our kids. Um, yeah, uh, from everything from her beauty to how beautiful she is inside, I, I can't express how thankful I am for the Lord giving her to me. Um, I'm thankful that my mom and dad know the Lord. Um, and I'm thankful that I have a church that as I go through uh, what I'm going through right now with uh, my dad's accident, that um, I can't even respond to all the emails and the texts that you guys are sending me. And, um, and I'm sorry about that, but you guys just overwhelm me with uh, love and, and um, prayers, uh, it's just incredible. And so I'm thankful for this church. I'm thankful um, that I can be here. I can serve you guys as you guys serve me. Um, you know, koinonia is more than just food and fellowship. It is an ultimate fellowship and in, in the paying paying with your service in each and every one of your lives and that fullness that comes from that service that we give to one another is um, just incredible and this just church has koinonia so thank you very much for that um, from yourselves and thank you Lord for a church like this um, because I obviously don't deserve that and so I'm thankful for the Lord and his work here 
thankful to elders that um, love us and care about us. Um, thankful for the word that's preached here. Um, it's it's um, never veiled. It is preached, and I'm thankful for that. I'm thankful for Tuesday morning prayer. I'm very thankful for that. Uh, guys, if you haven't come, please come on Tuesday morning. It is a blessing uh, that we can pray with each other about a lot of you. And, um, and boy, you guys got problems. We're, I'm just telling you. No, I'm just kidding. It, it's just a blessing to be able to pray and lift up uh, our burdens uh, together. And um, I pray that more of you will come on Tuesday morning. Um, I'm thankful that uh, some folks here give me the opportunity to teach on Sunday morning as well, and I'm thankful that they're faithful, even if the message might not be that good for that day. Um, they're faithful. We can share with each other as well, and we pray a lot in there as well. So I'm so thankful for um, all of that. Um, and I'm thankful. Um, there's been a lot of trials for me, and... Um, and I'm thankful that the Lord is showing me how to consider it all joy. And I, I'm very thankful for that. I can look at these things and I can see him working. And it's amazing what he's doing in my family's life. And so I'm thankful for that. Very thankful. David, if they come to the um, prayer on Tuesday morning with uh, the other men, will, will there be a zep in their step? Is that... Yes, all right. <laughs> all right. That was my favorite phrase so far for 2021. It came from David Snyder. Zep in your step. All right, we're going to do one or two more people that would like to share before we wrap up with uh, some worship. So one or two more. All right, Job. Um, first of all, I just realized, like, yesterday I was talking with my uh, grandmother, and she was telling me how, like, like how nice me and my brother Logan are. And I, I was like, oh, yeah, yay me. And then in that moment I realized, well, it wasn't really me. It was my parents that raised me in a great home because I know that if I wasn't raised in a great home, my um, I would not be as nice as I am right now. <laughs> and they also learned that from God. And so, glory to God. And I also, just sitting there, I, like, lately I've been, like, kind of down on myself. I'm like, why can't you do this? Why can't you do that? Why can't you do, like... Just a bunch of things. And I just, I just, I take for granted what I can do. And I always look at what I can't do. And I just realize that I need to be thankful for all the abilities that God has given me. And I just need to be thankful for them. All right. Anyone else? All right, Sandy. Uh, 
Um, so I just want to say that um, I am very grateful to God because he has had a perfect plan for my life all along from the first day until whenever the final one is for me on this earth. And um, I've felt his presence um, all through everything that's occurred. And just knowing that he is sovereign and he, he planned out my life and everything that was going to happen in it, the good and the bad, the easy and the hard, um, long time ago, before I was ever placed on this earth. And um, I just want to express to whoever might be here today who may be going through something really difficult, and you don't understand why is this happening, why am I having to go through this, um, remember that God created you, and everything we go through, I don't care what it is, I can stand here and testify that it is for good in our lives. To all of us who are called by God, it is all for good. And we can't always see it, but then sometime in the future, we'll look back and we'll say, oh my goodness, yeah, I see I used that, you know. Um, we've had some weird things happen, and we can today say, wow, God, you are so good, so amazing, and so good. Let's pray. Father, we want to take a moment, and I just, I'd like everyone um, in your hearts right now to thank the Lord for two or three things that you're thankful for and, and two or three people that you're thankful for. Thank the Lord for how he's blessed you with those things and with those people. Father, we thank you for all of those things and all of those people. You've blessed us with so many different relationships that have encouraged us, that have helped us, that people have walked with us um, through some dark times, God. Counselors that you've blessed us with, um, parents that you've blessed us with, uh, friends that you've blessed us with, Lord, and, and we thank you. And so we want to lift up our voices as one and, and thank you. And thank you, Jesus, you've given us um, the best gift possible, sacrificing your own life for us. Thank you for the gift of eternal life through you. And Lord, um, continue to fill us with your spirit. We thank you for sending him. Um, he is truly uh, the counselor, um, the paraclete that comes and comforts us and encourages us and fills us to walk in your ways. And we lift up your name now, Lord. We extol you. We say that you are awesome. Be glorified in our midst. In Jesus' name.